What's up, Hulk Stars? And welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with the Hulk Fairy. I have my special guest with me again today, Mr. Zay. Say hello. Say hello. Hello, Hulk Stars. <laughs> I guess y'all are hot stars. Yeah, you, know. you have fun with that name, don't you? I do. I do, because people don't say Hulk every day. I don't yes. hear that every day. It's just hot stars, but hey. <laughs> We're going to be a little bougie in how we say hot. That's just what we do. So, hey. Holt, hot. It comes from Holt Couture. You know, fashion is one of my favorite things. So, anyway. She is very hot. But she is not a fairy, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You're crazy. Anyway, so today we are talking about goal setting. This is the first part of goal setting. Um... Again, our podcast does coincide with the post for the week. So if you haven't checked that post out yet, go over to the website, theholtway.com and check it out. It's the goal setting or setting goals post part one. And we're just going to hop right in. So what is your thoughts on goal setting? How important is it to you? Um, Do you set goals for everything? How does that work? Yeah, I do. Goals, goal setting is very important. Um, I'm actually terrible at setting goals. So if we're going to be open and candid, I'm terrible about it. Right? Actually, I'm not terrible. I set them. It's a matter of having accountability and then having many goals within them. And so that's something that I typically over, over, you know, I over skip. I skip that step um, because I'm actually just, I'm a dreamer and a visionary, which means I typically see the big picture. And then I struggle with the steps to get to the big picture. I can lay out a whole vision for you. And you'd be like, yo, that's dope. And then you want to talk to me how we're going to get there. I have no clue. Um, but goals actually help you get to that place. And so it's actually been something that I've been diligent about and intentional about this year is setting goals. And then mapping out the steps to achieve said goals. So, But it's important. Every business... Every um, successful person has goals and, you know, whether you achieve them or not um, really doesn't matter um, because sometimes the goals that you set really it won't even purpose for you to fulfill them. But um, some other things uh, may come to fruition through uh, you going after said goals. As always, awesome. So, again, we um, with this being the first part, you've hit on a lot of great things and honestly, the breaking down of the breaking down goals into steps is a part of part two, which is great because most people don't realize that you have one major goal, but that major goal has many goals inside of it that help you reach that goal. And a lot of people, you're not alone, actually skip that step because they only see the main goal and they don't really visualize or think on how to get to that. They they skip that altogether. So, um. I spoke in the in the post that goals are broken down into like categories. They have times. They can be short term, long term. Um, they can also be broken down based on topic, uh, whether they're personal, whether they're financial, career, relational, different things like that. They have even spiritual. They have different areas that they encompass, and somehow they all work. They all work together within your purpose to kind of help you get to that, your overarching whatever. But there are many different sectors and types of goals. Do you think there's any one goal that's more important than another? One that you should focus on continually over any other goal? 
in those category bases? <clears throat> yes, I think spirituality, um, your connection and your alignment with God needs to be the priority. Um, because you make him the priority, then he orders the steps to achieve the other goals. So true. Um, I know we live in a day and time where, you know, we spirituality is just, I believe in spirits and stuff like this, but um, spirituality is the understanding of who God is. And first and foremost, that he is spirit and that we are all spirit beings inhabiting a flesh body. And so, um, and it's important that we go to the person that created us, who has already seen our end, to go and get instructions on how to achieve, even what goals to set. Um, many times we set goals that are purely selfish, and then we get upset when we don't achieve them because um, they weren't intended for somebody else. They are strictly for your own pride or for your, or, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say your pride, but our own pride. Um, for our own uh, ability to say we did this and many times we don't give him the credit when he was the one that really allowed us uh, to do that and I know many people don't believe that many people may not believe that God exists but you know you just look at this world and it's like it's kind of hard not to see how he exists so I think number one your spirituality um, your focus and understanding and alignment with him because he'll help you see things that's going to come against you coming uh, achieving those goals and also he'll show you the blind spots that can prevent you from reaching those goals so i think that's number one <clears throat> is your spirituality number two i think health needs to be uh the next focus because without health you can't do anything else um so if you're not healthy you can't even go after money goals you can't even go after relationship goals um so i think that's key i think even number three if i were to just happen to be put them in order uh, number three needs to be relationship goals and i'm not talking about a dating spousal relationship now if you're married of course um that definitely needs to be number three um you need to operate with god take care of your health and then make sure your your household is taken care of but in, fr in terms of friends um you can't even get wealth without the right connections without the right relationships and so that's important and then um we focus on our um our money goals um once you get those three things in order um then it will actually help make uh the money goals happen a little more uh easier or simpler um because you got things in the proper order and the proper perspective good stuff now i know you mentioned relational goals and making sure that um you're building your connections, but you also want to make sure in that, that you're not, I know that everyone plays a role. Sometimes you're the flower. Sometimes you're the gardener. I know my brother, when he was um, helping me through something, he was teaching me that principle. Sometimes you're the person watering and sometimes you're the person being watered. You want to make sure though, that you're <clears throat> being, your relationships are reciprocal. Some of them won't be, but in 2019, can we at least try to be um, try to have better reciprocity maybe I don't know if that's the best word but at least understanding where you are and not just being this not being selfish about your 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 event your your ventures your goals and your things in your relationships because it can become draining you'll you end up losing people that you need in your life um 
because you didn't see the whole picture of the whole of the of the aspect. So and even it's important for that, even with setting goals. Even to shift the focus of, I think um, we use the word selfish the wrong way. This is something that was just expressed and shared with me, and it just it it was like a new revelation, and it made sense. Um, it's okay to be selfish uh, when you're self-centered. That's the issue. Yeah. Um, selfishness, you know, everybody needs to be selfish because sometimes you got to have your time. Sometimes you got to have your money. Sometimes you got to have your relationships. Um, but then those things shouldn't all revolve around you, right? Because if you think of self means individual, centered means in the center. So you are the center of everything. And that's not what we're supposed to be. But it's okay to be selfish. So we have to understand that. And even to take it um, further, you know, you're actually sometimes you're the person that tills the ground, right? Which is hard work. And that's in in talking about a relational standpoint or even spiritual, like in health and everything. Honestly, you're tilling the ground, which means you're putting in work. You have this ground that looks like nothing. And now you got to go break up the dirt that's dried. You got to break it up so that you can be able to take and you take a seed. So sometimes you're the person that plants the seed. So somebody came and broke up the fallow ground, you came in, you planted the seed, and that's your job, and then you keep it moving. And then somebody comes and waters the seed, right? And then that person waters the seed and begins to monitor the seed. And then somebody comes and they get to actually eat the fruit of that seed. So everybody has a place, uh, place um, and you just got to identify, you know, what, a person is in your life and what you are in some person's life, right? Because sometimes you're the person <coughs> that gets to pick the fruit from what somebody else has done. Sometimes you're the person that's tilling the ground again. Sometimes you're planting the seed and sometimes they're planting into you. So you just got to be aware of just those different um, categories or different areas so that you can um, be better productive and that so you can understand how to be more effective in your relationships. Yeah, that um, brings me back to what First Lady was talking about on Sunday when she was talking about working. And she was using it in a different context, but it still, it made a lot of sense, especially when it comes to, like, setting goals and things of that nature. Like, there's a lot of things that we have that we want that... um, that we're trying to do, that we want to see happen. And for those of us that do believe in God, we spend a lot of time waiting to see what he's going to do and just waiting and waiting and waiting. But we wait without doing anything. And I think when she was speaking on Sunday and she was talking about waiting, she was saying it in a manner of us being servants and doing things while we're waiting, like serving others while we're waiting, um, serving God while we're waiting and just doing, doing something <clears throat> while waiting, not just chilling and waiting for God to do everything you actually have to do something which is important and knowing what it is you're waiting on God to do and knowing what you can do in that process which comes you know when you look at the pictures and big picture things and setting goals and how okay I can't do x y and z that's a God thing like you have to kind of know the difference between what's a you thing and what's a God thing there's certain things that God has to do on his end there's nothing you can do about that it's a him thing but for your stuff, like, you can be faithful over these things that he's giving you, making sure that, you know, you're you're being 
helpful where need be. You're showing up to certain things you need to be at. If you have responsibilities, you're taking care of those. Just doing your responsibility and making sure that your goals that you set kind of fall in line. It, it's an easier thing, I think, to make sure that you're on the right track based on your goals. Like, what are your goals trying to get you to? And if something doesn't fall in line with that, then it's kind of one of those things you can do the, oh, I don't need to worry about this. It, you know, I can put this off till later, especially if it's not on track with what you're, what you're, you're set out to be doing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking on just the waiting aspect of that, um, to give everyone a practical idea of what that looks like. Um, when you go to a, a restaurant, um, you know, they sit you at your table and the first thing that the waiter or waitress comes and does is says, <clears throat> you know, hello, they introduce themselves and then they ask you for drinks, right? And so then while you're you give them their you give them their your drink order, what do they do is they leave the table and they go fill your drink order while you're trying to decide on what you want. And so once you know, they get your drinks, they come bring it on your table, they ask you, like, have you got to look at the menu, are you ready to order? Um, most of the time, we're like, nah, we're not ready, can you give us a minute? Um, and so, and they don't sit there in front of you, right, because that would annoy you. Like, they sit there be like, bro, I told you, or, like, I told you that, I'll give me a minute. Go away, but what do they do, right? <laughs> they walk away, and they go take care of their other tables. And then they come back and they take your order. And then they go put the order in the system and then they come back and give you some bread or something that they may give to you in the meantime of you waiting. Um, and then they'll come and check if you need any refills or anything. And then uh, they walk away. They go take care of the other tables. Your food's ready. The food comes out and then they'll come back and check and see is everything to your liking? Is it good? You need a refill? Is there anything else you need? Right. So they consistently wait on you. Right. So they... They don't just wait for nothing, right? They're always moving. They're always um, doing something. So, and you even take that into a message, which I don't think we have time for. Um, but yeah, that may be another podcast of breaking down the whole how uh, waiting on God and even how God's waiting on us uh, relates to um, being a waiter or server at a restaurant. Yes. So... To tie everything back in as far as like how that all plays in with goals, it is important to know and understand the type of goals that you are setting, whether it's a short term goal, a long term goal. And if that goal is a spiritual goal, if it's a financial goal, a relational goal, because each one, again, when you set relationship goals, you need to understand the role you play in that relationship and what you can do to either better that relationship or better that person that you're in the relationship with. With your spiritual goals, it's important to ensure that you are connecting with God. Um, and whatever your goal is, at the end of the day, should be somehow in a way to give you that deeper connection, a better, um, maybe to hear him more, to, to just spend more time in his presence, just different things of that nature to ensure that you're growing in that, um, growing in your spirit and growing in all of those things. And then um, 
which all has an aspect of waiting because they're not overnight things. Um, just because you set a goal, you do have to do the work in order to fulfill that goal. So there is a, a process in all of those things as well. So. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the process and the journey is the most difficult part. Um, again, speaking for myself, I always want the vision that I see to happen tomorrow. But it's really my dreams, my visions are 200 miles away. And I'm in the car driving and I'm following the GPS, which is the God positioning system. <laughs> like that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so corny, but yeah. But the GPS system, and it's God directing you. And um, you don't know that there is a tree that fell 10 miles down the road. And you may, you may be like, oh... Well, I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it through. Like I see that this. I see the traffic, but it's not gonna be that long. And you ignore the GPS and you keep straight, opposed to getting off on the exit it told you to get off on, um, to go around the traffic or whatever's impeding. Or sometimes it's um, you you're driving and then you get off the exit for whatever reason because oh I'm hungry and you just get off the exit and it's like well no like need to keep going like you have gas you have all that stuff so um you know so yeah so for me it's a struggle of it's the process of i'm trying to leave here and i'm trying to get somewhere and it's just sometimes it gets frustrating because it takes time and then you'll wake up five years down the road and be like yo i achieved the goals that i set five ten years ago and that's the other thing um some goals that you may think you're gonna have are gonna happen in a year may take five years and you have to be okay with that and not feel defeated if it doesn't happen. Um, and then even if you set a goal for a year and it happens in six months, um, you can't rest in that. Um, you have to, because you get it that quickly, you have to maintain it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you just have to be aware of the season that you're in and be aware of, more importantly, um, your character. Um, I don't know where that's coming from, but, you know, your character helps you stand as you uh, chase goals. Um, because just because you accomplish your goal, if you had to hurt people or destroy people to re to achieve your goal, it's still going to be an empty goal and you won't feel satisfied. Um, you may be in the initial moments, but then you'll look back and look at the wreckage and the chaos and the carnage you left behind um, due to the fact that you didn't... Um, you know, you didn't do it properly. So, yeah. I think character is important, too, when you're setting goals. Because your character will help you when you're making them. <clears throat> because you won't make self-centered goals. You might have a selfish goal, but you won't have a self-centered goal. It won't be a goal that you know, well, if I do this, it's going to hurt this person. Like, you, your character helps you across the board. So, you have to make sure your character is 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 up to par because you know god looks at all of those things not saying he won't give you something but you have to know how to maintain it like you said you have to you know have all the right reasons for wanting certain things and just you know getting your posture and your heart in the right place makes all the difference in the world with all of those things so and, and another thing um lord just reminded me that jesus talks about when you're going to achieve something you have to account for the cost you have to count the cost meaning that even you chasing your goals might even cost you some relationships that are unhealthy it might actually cost you some money 
to go after your goals. It may cost you some time. Mm-hmm. It may cost you, and you have to sit and, and do your best to count the cost. Um, you know, it might cost you a lifestyle. And, and honestly, that's not even, and when I say cost, <clears throat> it may not be a negative thing. Um, you know, it may be that it's people that are being removed, lifestyles that need to be changed, um, habits that need to be changed, you know, just different things happening that are important. But you got to count the cost. You got to see what you're going to lose, um, especially when you're pursuing the Lord and seeking to follow Jesus. Um, you know, there's some things that you have to give up. Um, I know we're, again, we're in a time where we believe that we can follow Jesus and live life the way we think or the way, you know, we say we have a right to do this. But in God's eyes, his his eyes is perfect. His law is perfect. And so we have to be aligned with that. So, yeah, so you just have to, um, you know, make sure you're aligning with him and counting the cost as you prepare uh, to uh, achieve these goals. Great stuff. Great stuff. And I, I had something and it totally escaped me as you were talking. Um, but hopefully you can find it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it dealt with, oh, it was about the process and like dealing with um, goals and things of that nature. I think the main thing we have to be mindful of is adjusting. You have to be able to adjust. Yes, you have a goal. Yes, you have a vision. Yes, you have an idea and you want to see it play out the way you envisioned it, but you have to have some flexibility in there. You have to be moldable. I want, I know one of our teachers when I was at um, Clark always talked about us being coachable, teachable, and um, there was another word in there, but you have to make sure that you're willing to make changes, willing to adjust, willing to, um, <clears throat> and not in a negative, like not conform and things of that nature, unless it's to something positive but you have to be willing to accept what comes and adjust accordingly um if it's a setback you know learn from that setback understand what you need to get out of that setback and not see it as a negative it it, you know unless it's not see it as a negative but find the positive in the setback and adjust accordingly so yeah i mean in the practical application of that is if you especially if you live in atlanta there's this thing called the car demon or car accident demon that likes to uh, attack people's that vehicles. Um, and so you could be just minding your business one day and you have a goal of you maybe saving up to um, buy something and then out of nowhere you hit like a pothole and then uh, it causes your car to go flat. You hit the curb and mess up the front end of your car and your insurance isn't going to pay for it. Now you got to come out of pocket. Right. So now you got to take the money that you're saving for to take care of that. Um, the goal is to or the, the you got to make sure you stay like, OK, all right, this is a setback. It's OK. I'm all right. I'm going to reach my goal. Right. And then you just refocus yourself and be mad, be frustrated. Right. Allow that to happen for two seconds, five seconds, five minutes at the most. And then just move on. And it's hard to do. Trust me. You're speaking from someone that has actually had that happen. And it took me actually a, a little longer um, to get past the frustration, but, you know, once you get past it, then you just reset the goal or refocus and, and keep it moving. Yeah, that's something that I've learned, too, over the past couple of years is it's okay to feel whatever the emotion is you feel 
you have to feel it, acknowledge it, but then you have to move on from it. Like, you can't live in it because once you live in it, especially if it's a negative emotion, and even sometimes in your happy emotions, you can you can get stuck there and not realize that there's so much more stuff that you still need to do. So you, you have to feel them, yes, and then move forward. How can this help you move towards wherever you're trying to go? It's not always a setback, even though it feels that way. You have to look bigger and see okay so this may be giving you more time to get yourself together you know this may be you know helping you do something else so it's just a way to look at it so I want to thank our special guest for stopping by again I love this person he's one of my favorite people in the world and not just because he's my brother he is just awesome 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 so thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come in and sit with us and chat it up and next week guys we will be talking about part two of goal setting we'll be breaking down the smart goals um acronym and what that means and then just giving you some more practical different things about goals i'm not sure if our special guest will be here next week as well but if i can get him back in the building i'm gonna have him back in the building for y'all because his wisdom is 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 very important to the to the people and the culture no, i'm just kidding <laughs> I'll, I'll pay her a lot of money to say all that too just- child where's that (laughs) i pay her some money uh that's so funny but thanks guys and until next time you know what to do keep god first in all that you do hey guys be on the lookout for this book called the wise old rabbit (laughs) okay it's a dope book a six-year-old wrote it um yeah i just want to shout out my, my adorable niece she is just absolutely amazing yeah so that's all Oh, and before I go, I almost forgot I have great, great news. So I know right now this podcast is found on um, SoundCloud, but we are coming to iTunes. I'm so excited. So you guys can be looking out for that link to be able to find this on um, iTunes if it's been a struggle to get it on podcast. I mean, on SoundCloud or anything like that. If you have an Apple or something like that, you can get it on iTunes. We'll be coming there very, very soon. So... Thank you guys for all your support. I greatly appreciate it. We also have shirts. Check out the website again, theholtway.com. And as always, until next time, keep God first and look for the beauty in your lane. Get in it and enjoy the ride. Love God, your neighbor, but don't forget to also love yourself in that order. Be blessed and I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.